EHH Productions presents KB Cabaret, an original variety show, with your host, Bree Harvey. Hi folks, and welcome to KB Cabaret. My name is Bree Harvey, head writer and producer of this show. KB Cabaret is a calabaloo of original skits, songs, poetry, and short stories. What's calabaloo, you ask? Magic, from a child's creative imagination. I was five when I coined that word, and it's been around my family ever since. The settings originate from my hometown, Parlor City. And the stories originate from Names, people. characters, places, and incidents either are products of the author's imagination or are used fictitiously. Any resemblance to actual events or locales or persons, living or dead, is entirely coincidental. Thank you, Bonnie. That, folks, was obviously my lawyer. Starring my friends, the Parlor City Players. Judy McMahon, Bonnie DeForest, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, myself, Bree Harvey, and introducing Brooklyn Heights. Welcome to our town, welcome to Parlor City, where our friends come, come out to play. When neighbors don't leave, they stay and chat a while. Welcome to our town, to KB Cabaret. This week on KB Cabaret, we are happy to present music from the Twang Town Paramours and the second half of our special two-part interview with them. Welcome to our time to KB Cabaret. Mornings are a special time for me. My rituals are simple. A good cup of coffee, soft classical music, and a little daily feature in our local newspaper called Advice with Granny Ada. Dear Granny Ada, I have been happily married to my husband for over a year now. We don't have any children yet, although we have two standard poodles he considers his babies. Recently, instead of perming my hair, I had my hair straightened. I was tired of having a big round-looking ball on top of my head and felt I deserved a change. When he saw my straight hair, he cried. I never saw him cry. He said he married me because of my short, curly, dark brown hair on top of my head. Now he's not speaking to me, and he's solely paying attention to the poodles, since he claims they have more respect for him. Granny Ada, I don't know what to do. I have an appointment next week to have a hairstylist sew in some hair extensions. Should I cancel? Should I reperm my hair and look like our dogs? I'm so lost and ashamed. Signed, not a standard poodle. Dear D. Permed, How delightful. Having a husband who clearly has a fetish for the poodle updo. There is something a little creepy about this whole situation. Clearly, your husband wants you to be a human poodle. Usually, I suggest counseling, but in this case, I pose the question, what does your gut tell you to do? The choice is really up to you. Reperm your hair, join an obedience class, or be independent. No matter what you choose, there will be consequences. Sometimes the right choices are the hardest. Thank you for writing, honey, and have a nice day. Granny Ada Ladies and gentlemen, Parlor City chef extraordinaire, Beulah Deschamps, calling from... Kiev, Ukraine. Kiev? Uh, What are you doing there? I thought you would be in Stockholm by now. At least that's what you said the last time we talked. Yes, well, my cousin Angela and I had a little love detour. Really? (laughs) How far is Ukraine from Hungary? 
about four and a half hours by plane. And your cousin met someone from there? Yes, apparently. They met online, and she had to meet him, so she asked me to chaperone. Oh, online love. Yes, that's what people are doing today, virtual dating. Maybe we should try it. <laughs> huh, that's the last thing I need. Can you imagine, with my luck, he would turn out to be some married troll with mommy issues? <laughs> You've had worse. Well, gee, thanks. Just kidding. <laughs> that nice French judge never even called me back, and he had the most potential. I thought we had something there. Oh, well, no use crying over something that never really even started. Uh, so how long are you staying? A few days. This town is really beautiful. The religious architecture with the gold domes and mosaics alone are worth the trip. I've seen it in the pictures. Yes, and I discovered this wonderful street called Andriivsky Descent, or Uzviz. <laughs> it is a small downhill street that connects the upper Kiev with the more commercial district of Podil, located on the Dnieper river banks. Huh. The street is packed with historical landmarks, like eye-catching 18th-century Baroque St. Andrew's Church, the house of the ever-mysterious master and margarita author Mikhail Bulgakov, and the castle of Richard the Lionheart. Andreevsky Uzviz is also famous for its art bazaar and its bustling with art galleries, craft shops, and local artisans. Right now I am sitting in a coffee bar called First Point. It serves coffee made with wonderful Australian espresso beans. Mm. Oh, smoothing and aromatic. And I have to share this wonderful sour cream poppy seed cake. Such a perfect pairing for this coffee. Hmm, sounds delicious. This cake is very light, tender, and tasty. It's fun to make and fun to eat. Two layers of sour cream poppy seed cake with a luscious lemon filling frosted with a white buttercream or cooked white frosting. Huh, you seem to be basking in the culture, Beulah. Oh, yes, it is easy to do so here. I already bought tickets to see Verdi's Nabucco in the National Opera House for tonight. Oh, I love that opera. Oh, yes, so do I. This one is a Ukrainian-Italian co-production. Is your cousin and her online friend going with you? Oh, no, no. They're getting to know each other in more uh, <clears throat> private settings. I think she's meeting his family, too. Sounds serious. Well, I don't know how serious. They've only been online for a few months. But she is so virtually in love. <laughs> Interesting. To say the least. Well, I better get going. So much to do. Well, have fun. I sent the recipe over. I see it. And I'll post the sour cream poppy cake on your recipe bar. Thanks, dear. I will be calling you from Stockholm next week, unless uh, there is a detour. <laughs> Anywhere the wind blows. Uh, I'm sorry? Never mind. Have fun, Beulah. I will. Talk to you soon. Well, she seems to be having a good time. I will post this sour cream poppy seed cake on Beulah's recipe bar. You can find this and all of her other wonderful recipes exclusively on KB Cabaret's app. You'll find the app on our website, kbcabaret.com. That's K-B-K-A-B-A-R-E-T dot com. I love this. You do? Yes. Thank you, honey. Well, I thought you needed to get away. You oh, know. you're so right. So, uh, what do you want to do? Oh, honey, feel this bed. It is so comfortable. Yeah, a little soft, but you're right, it is comfortable. We haven't stayed in a hotel in years. Yeah. Everything is so spacious. Look, there's even a chaise lounge. <gasps> and robes. And look at this 60-inch flat screen. It's a smart TV. It even says, Welcome, Mr. and Mrs. Richards. Hey, that's us. This is such a nice gesture. Honey, you know what I want to do? No. Let's just stay in. You know, get into these lovely robes, order room service, binge watch some of our favorite programs. Well, you don't want to go out in the town? No, we're always running somewhere. Honey, don't you want to? Okay. That's what you really want. 
That's what I really want. All right, so where's the uh, room service menu? Oh, oh, here it is. Let's see. They have munchies, nachos, hummus and pitas, olives, cheeses, spiced nuts. Uh, I was thinking more of a dinner. That's what's so great. We can order anything we want. Oh, this looks good. Steak au poivre with fingerling potatoes and asparagus. I just feel like eating good old-fashioned junk food. Loaded nachos. Should I get a salad? Are you kidding me? Too much? Okay, I'll diet tomorrow. Hmm, is this all the dessert they have? Two types of brownies and ice cream? Hmm, wine? Sure. Let's do this. Oh, yeah. Hi, I would like to order room service. Yes, Mrs. Richards, go ahead. Oh, she knows my name. That is so cool. We'll have the steak poivre, uh, medium well, and the loaded nachos. What kind of dressing would you like on the salad? Excuse me? The steak comes with the house salad. Oh, this is my lucky day. Um, do you have blue cheese? Yes, we do. Good. Blue cheese it is. Okay. Beef or chicken for the nachos? Um, beef... No, chicken. I'll go with the chicken. Okay. Will there be anything else? Oh, yes. We would like to have some red wine. Okay. How many glasses? I guess we'd like the entire bottle. Oh, well, that would be from the bar. I can connect you. Okay. Oh, oh, wait. Before you do, we were wondering about the dessert selection on the room service menu. Do you have anything else besides brownies and ice cream? We don't because room service has a separate menu from the hotel's restaurant menu. If you want to ask the restaurant directly, I can transfer you to them as well. Okay. You will have to pick up the dessert order separately, though. Really? Still want me to connect you? Well, I guess. Hold on. Wider's Restaurant. Hi. We were hoping you have a wider dessert selection than the room service menu. Uh, yeah. We have cheesecake with strawberries or raspberry topping, uh, carrot cake, and chocolate lava cake with banana ice cream. Okay. Hold on a sec. Honey, they have cheesecake with strawberries or raspberry topping, uh, carrot cake, and chocolate lava cake with banana ice cream. Hmm. Lava cake sounds good. Okay. Um, the lava cake sounds good. Okay. Will there be anything else? Oh, well, I need to order wine. Okay, hold on. I can connect you to the bar. Okay, uh, but, but wait. Do I have to pick this up? I also ordered from room service. No, we can arrange that. Everything's brought up together. Room 1049, right? Yes. Anything else? Just the wine. I'll connect you. Water bar. Oh, hi. I would like to order a bottle of House Red. We recommend Wolf Trap. It's a South American red. Oh, uh, how much is that? Just one second. I'll check. It's $35. Honey, it's $35. $35? We could probably get that for 10 bucks somewhere else. Um, is there anything cheaper? I'm afraid that is the lowest price, and frankly, it is by far the best. Honey, she says that is the best and the lowest in cost. Well, do you want it? It's part of the hotel experience. Okay, then order it. Okay. Can you send that up to room 1049? I've ordered from room service and the restaurant. Oh, I'm sorry. You will have to pick this up. But aren't you connected to the restaurant? Yes, but we aren't connected to room service. I see. Okay. Well, one of us will be right down. <clears throat> Honey, you want to pick up the wine downstairs? I'm in my robe. All right. I'll go down then. Where's our food? It's been two hours. I don't know, but this is the last of the wine. Call again. I'm starving. Okay, but this is the third time already. Room service. Yes, where is our food? Mrs. Richards, we told you to pick it up. What? No, you didn't. The restaurant guy said he would arrange to send the dessert with room service. No, we sent the food to the restaurant to be picked up by you, Mrs. Richards. 
Are you serious? It's past 11. <sighs> okay, I'll pick it up. I'm sorry, but the restaurant is already closed. What? What about our food? It's been thrown out, but charge to your room. No food. We don't have any food. Well, let's just go to bed. My head hurts. But what about the food? Reach in my jacket's inside pocket. I have a half a package of winter mints in there. Knock yourself out. I love room service. All right, so we're back with Mike T. Lewis and Mary Beth Lewis, the husband and wife singers of the Twang Town Paramours. And uh, who else sings in your band? Who else is in your uh, group? Uh, well, it's it's usually I do most of the background vocals. Mm-hmm. There are a couple of songs that I sing, but because I produce the records, I'm wise enough to know that Mary Beth is a way better singer than I am mm-hmm. and to feature her. The other singer usually here is me. Okay. All right. So the two of you are it. Do you several times record this over like you have several other voices? I mean, when you record them in the studio. It's usually, let's say, like Heaven is Somewhere Else, when you heard that, uh-huh. that was Mary Beth overdubbed many times okay. on top of her. All right. That's what Mary was telling me. Okay. That was- Fun. That was really fun to do because I got to sing all those different parts. Uh-huh. That was cool. Yeah, we did. I did that once. That's why I, I had they recorded several times. I sang different parts of the song. It is cool. It's a lot of fun to do in the studio like that. I like to talk about "Might as Well Be Like You." Tell me about that song. Mike, "Might as Well Be You" this, is, is a sarcastic comment, meaning you know the singer is 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 a bit jaded and says. Hey, you know, I know this isn't going to work out, but if I'm not, if I'm going to have something not work out, might as well be with you. I remember you saw some sort of documentary about yes, yes, that's right. Okay, yeah, we were watching this documentary, and I don't know what it was, but but this uh, young girl said something like, "Yeah, if I'm," and I don't remember the context. Somehow she was running around with with these different rock bands and and these guys were just couldn't care less about her and and she figured well I'm going to do this and if I'm going to be with somebody well might as well be this guy it's amazing what we are inspired by mm-hmm. that is a cool story so let's listen to might as well be like you Roses on hillsides, thrown by the wind. 
birthday, honey. I got you a present you're going to love. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. I love presents. But where is it? I don't see any package. No package needed. Well, tell me. Don't leave me in suspense like this. I hired you a cleaning lady. She's coming tomorrow to clean the entire house. You'll never have to do it again yourself. I know how much you hate cleaning. Mikey, I love you. I can't believe you actually hired me a cleaning lady. I've been dreaming about this moment since we got married. You're wonderful. Yes, I am. Who is she? Her name is Svenka, and she comes from Sweden. One of the ladies at work has Svenka clean her house and highly recommends her. Svenka, what a nice name. Well, I better get to work cleaning up around here. What? What do you mean cleaning up around here? This place is a mess. I don't want Svenka thinking we're a couple of slobs. We're not slobs. Anyway, cleaning ladies are used to seeing dirty houses. That's what they do. No, she'll tell all her other customers how disgusting our house is. They'll be laughing at us behind our backs all over town. Barb, that's ridiculous. Maids don't tell secrets like that. Of course they do. Then she'll tell all the other cleaning ladies, and pretty soon our house will have a reputation as a pigsty. Barb, you're being paranoid. Come on, it's your birthday. Time to celebrate. No, I'm getting out the vacuum and going over these carpets. They haven't been cleaned in weeks. But that's the whole point. That's why I hired Svenka, so you wouldn't have to do it. Oh, this is terrible. I'll have to clean the whole house before morning. I won't be able to sleep a wink. Barb, you do not have to clean the entire house. You don't have to clean any part of the house. There's a nice Swedish maid coming here first thing tomorrow morning, and she'll do the whole thing for you. She's done it a million times. She won't tell anybody anything about our house. She probably doesn't even speak English. You're going to have to sit in the other room for now until I mop these floors. This is crazy. And don't use the toilet at all tonight after I clean it. Oh, sure. I'll just go next door to the Eastman's and use theirs. Good. See if you can eat dinner over there, too, because I'll have to clean the oven right after I wash the windows. Goodbye. Enjoy your birthday. Hmm. I hope I have time to power wash the outside of the house. Good morning, ma'am. I am Svenka. I am here to clean your house. There's nothing left for you to do. It's all clean. Be sure to tell everyone how clean it is here. I do not understand, ma'am. You you already cleaned the house. What do you need me for? I was worried what you'd think, so I did it all myself. Oh, wonder you look so tired. Why don't I come in and see if there is something I can do? Your husband already pay me. Well, sure, come in, but you won't find one speck of dirt any place in this house. I hope you'll tell that to everyone in your cleaning ladies' chat group. What is in the corner there? Oh, I think you miss a spot. Oh, Dear, I did that corner at 4 a.m. when I wasn't seeing too clearly anymore. Let me get the mop out again. I just sit here and turn on the TV while you work. And don't forget the dust bunnies behind the couch. I don't understand how you live in such filth. I'm so sorry. How can I make it up to you? Can I get you some Swedish fish? Honey, I apologize for how things went last night. Let's start all over on this whole clean house thing. I bought you an alternate birthday present. Alternate birthday present? What is it? It's a Roomba. 
a robot vacuum cleaner. It vacuums the whole house by itself. It teaches itself the layout of the house using artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence? If it's smart enough to do that, it's smart enough to know what slobs we are. I better get busy. Hey, Roomba, are you smart enough to come down to the pub with me and suck down a few drinks? And now, two men we found on the streets claiming they could do one-liners. Monty and Carrie. Hey, Carrie. I heard you got arrested for stealing a calendar. Yeah, I got 12 months and they said my days are numbered. Hey, Carrie. My wife wants to get a puppy, but I don't. Did you compromise? Sure did. We're getting a puppy. Hey, Monty, what's red and really bad for your teeth? A brick. All right, we're back again, and um, let's talk about same old, same old. Okay. Um, Mike, you wrote this? I did. Um, I can tell you that that particular song, I, I don't know where it came from. I was driving down the road and just kind of humming a song, and it showed up. Yeah. And I, I can't really tell you too much more about it. You put out a recorder while you were driving and sang it? Well, don't tell the state police this, but sometimes what I will do is I'll have a little post-it notepad next to me while I drive. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I will write lyrics down. Other times I do have you know my iPhone recorder, and I'll hit memo or something, and I'll sing into it. Yeah, that's, that's what I do. I have a phone, so I turn on my little recorder, and I start singing. And the different versions of something that just popped into my head. So let's listen to this song, Same Old, Same Old. It's my same old wish, I'm the same old star, same old moon, wherever you are, I can almost see you watching with me. Same old blues in the black at night Same old prayer that you'll see the light And the same old, same old memories Tell me, darling, what's new? Has there been a change of heart in you? Nothing's different here The weather's always cold It's just the same old, same old
Good morning, Mr. Turner, and welcome to Tri-State Industries. I'm sure you'll enjoy working here. Oh, thank you, Miss Haskins. I'm looking forward to it. I think we have a win-win situation here. Wonderful. Let's get right to it, then. Get out your calendar, and we'll go over your activities for the week. Oh, great. Go ahead. Monday at 10 is the weekly staff meeting, followed by the weekly sales meeting at 1 o'clock. Okay, got it. Then on Tuesday at 9, we have the presentation to the Wydra customers. Oh, good. That'll be interesting. Yes. Tuesday afternoon at 2.30 is the press conference with the IT reps, and early Wednesday morning at 8 a.m., you'll meet with the vendor committee on commodities. Oh, can't wait. Thursday morning, you'll participate in our annual blood drive, and then Friday at 10.30, oh, we um, will be... Wait a minute. Uh, yes? Back up a minute. Did, did you say something about a blood drive? Yes. We have a friendly competition with the Blair Company to see which business can give the most blood, so we encourage all of our employees to donate and become good corporate citizens. Plus, you get orange juice and a cookie. Well, I think I'll pass on that one. The thought of giving blood scares the heck out of me. Mr. Turner, I hope you don't get off on the wrong foot with our company before you even start. As I said, we have a contest with another company in this area that we do not intend to lose. We urge all our employees to give blood, strongly urge. Oh, yes, I understand that, but this is a personal phobia of mine. How about if I just give some money to the blood drive instead? It's a blood drive, Mr. Turner, not a money drive. Be at the medical area first thing Thursday morning. The corporation is counting on you. No, you don't understand. I have hepatitis and mononucleosis, and I just got back from my vacation home in Haiti. Plus, my grandfather was a Transylvanian vampire. I can't give blood. Enough. Be there Thursday morning, or don't bother coming into work, ever. Well, they didn't tell me about this in grad school. Good morning, Mr. Turner, and welcome to the blood drive. You uh, don't look so good. Have you been sleeping well? No, I haven't slept at all since I found out I had to be here. I'm scared to death to give blood. Oh, I'm used to hearing that. You'll hardly notice a thing. You get to lie down for a while, and then afterward, you get to have orange juice and a cookie. Yeah, I know. That doesn't do it for me. How about a few shots of vodka, like right now before all this starts? Mr. Turner, I know just what you need. A pep talk. Our best blood donator is here right now in the cot next to where you'll be. I'll have him tell you the benefits of giving blood. I know the benefits. I'm just scared to do it. Right this way, Mr. Turner. This is Mr. Coddington. Wait until you hear his story. Do we have another rookie here? Come on in, son. Let me tell you about how I've given 12 gallons of blood over the years. One ounce at a time. That's why I get to wear this big giver pin. I'll give you the story right after the nurse sticks that needle in me. Come on, nurse. Give it to me. <laughs> I just love these enthusiastic patients. Ready, Mr. Coddington? Start donating! Ah, feel that blood flowing. Oh, there's nothing like it. I could stay here all day. I think I'm going to pass out. You are so lame. Lay down in that cot and take your needle like a man. You don't understand. I'm a neurotic mess. Put on your big boy panties and bleed. No, don't make me do it. Hold out your arm, Mr. Turner. Do it, man. Don't make me come over there and hold you down. Mr. Turner. Mr. Turner, look over there on the wall. There's a huge spider. Where? I don't see any... Ha! Gotcha. Ah, you stuck me! Of course I stuck you. This is a blood drive. That's what we do. Come on, boy. Donate that blood. Oh, no. I can feel the blood leaving my body never to return. Nurse, please take this needle out of my arm. Now, Mr. Turner, just relax and everything will Get be... Get this needle out of my arm! I'm going to be sick, and then I'm going to sue you and this company and this animal in the cot next to me. Well, there is really no reason to get so snippy. 
I'll just rip that needle out of your arm, and we'll pretend like none of this ever happened. No! No ripping! What a crybaby. Stop yelling, or I'm not going to do anything. Okay. Sorry. I'm calm now. Please take the needle out of my arm, nurse, and I'll be eternally grateful. Very well. There you go. I don't know why you made such a fuss. Why can't everyone be as brave as Mr. Coddington here? I am a rare breed, aren't I, nurse? You're my big, bad, bloody hero, Mr. Coddington. See why I keep coming back here? Mr. Turner, put on this big loser pin and go on back to the office. I hope you never disgrace us with your presence here at the blood drive ever again. Well, thank you, but can I... Can you what, Mr. Turner? Can I still have my cookie? Well, we have nowhere to go but to listen to Nowhere to Go. Again, Mike, you wrote this song? I, I did, and that was sort of a personal tune to, to Mary Beth, and that was the tune that really got us started. I had conceived of it production-wise as, as something a little plainer. Once Mary Beth started singing it, I, I, it's a very different production sound came to me, and that sort of became the core musical sound I had in my mind for the entire first album. That's the tune that kind of got us going. The spark that started it all. So, Nowhere to Go. And that's the song. And let's listen to this great melody and great lyrics. I've been tossing and twisting since 2 a.m. So I slipped out of bed and hit the road again.
back to WJSC. I'm your DJ, Hoochman Summers. It's time now to play the WJSC radio program, Who's the Smartest? And all you have to do is answer our question of the day. The daily question that pits you against every other person in our listening area, which, according to our latest listener demographic survey, consists of about four people, who also happen to be the only four people that ever call into the show. So after I announce the question of the day, call into the WJSC hotline to give us your answer. Once we close the hotline, we'll announce the answer to the question of the day and randomly pick a winner from all the correct entries and then announce to the world who's the smartest person today. Folks, we've been running this promotion for almost three years, and since we're still looking for our first winner, I'm going to change things up a bit and give you three questions in the hope that one of you, and you know who you are, will be able to answer at least one of them to become today's Who's the Smartest winner. And today's questions are, number one, in the event of an impending family drowning and presented with a choice of only being able to save your wife, your mother-in-law, or your dog, whom do you save? Number two, what is the difference between a coffin and a casket? And question number three, what color is the color blue? Now, remember, folks, there is no wrong answer, so whatever you say will make you a winner. Okay, let's go to the hotline to see who we got. WJSC Hotline, you're live and on the air. Who's calling and where are you calling from? Leonard from downstairs. Hi, this is Leonard from upstairs. Yeah, hi, Leonard. How'd you know it was me? Really, Leonard, you still have to ask? How's this? Oh, I can read your mind, and there's a good chance you still won't have the correct answer. Oh, can I try and answer the question anyway? Yeah, sure, why not? Well, wait a minute. Did you say Leonard from upstairs? Yeah, I moved. You moved? When? Friday. Howard's taking over my old place downstairs. By himself? I thought he... No, Shelly's going to be his roommate. Leonard and Shelly are dating? When did that happen? Oh, no, no, they're not dating. They hate each other, you know that. Then why are they living together? Look, I'm kind of on the good side of Shelly right now, so I'd really like to stay out of it. Maybe you should ask Howard when he calls. Well, speak of the devil. <laughs> Could be him online, too. Hang on, Leonard. Hi, Howard. Could you call back in a little while? How'd you know it was me? Howard, just call back later. Can I answer the question now, Hooch? I'll say Hooch, man. Can I answer the question now, Hooch, man? No, Leonard, not yet. Why not? Things change. What changed? I'm still trying to figure out this move thing. So why don't you hang up and wait for me to announce the three questions on air again and then call back? But I'm right here! Why can't I just answer the question? Wouldn't be fair to the other three if they never had the chance to answer. And, uh, I have to be fair. FCC rules, you know. Hang up, Leonard. Okay. Not yet, Howard. I have to give the questions again. Well, how in the world do you keep knowing it's me? Ah, I can read minds, and you're about to say goodbye. <laughs> well, uh, goodbye. Wow, he really can read minds. Hi, Shelly. Hey, Hooch. Howard call in yet? Yeah, but I just hung up on him. Heard you two moved in together, and, uh... Leonard's old place downstairs. Everything all right? No. That weasel hasn't given me his half of the security deposit or the rent yet, and it's due today. I'm gonna kill him. Hold for a minute, Shelly. Line two is blinking. Howard? Man, you're good. You gotta teach me how to do that. Shut up, Howard. You can't teach mind reading. Why haven't you given Shelly the money for the rent and security deposit? What's going on? Well, at first I thought it was a good idea. You know, as a way for us to save some money. But she scares me, Hoochman, and she's mean. So I moved out before I even moved in, and I'm too scared to tell her. You? Scared of Shelly? Have you ever spent any time with her? She yells a lot. No, I've never even met her. Or any of you, for that matter. Oh, well, well maybe uh, we could all get together sometime. Ah, you know, and I'd like to keep it that way, if you don't mind. Look, Howard, I have Shelly on line one, and I'm going to connect you with her. This way, you two can work things out between yourselves. I can go off air and reevaluate my career choice and then reannounce the questions of the day and pray 
that someone new calls in with a correct answer before I have to change the name of the show to How Stupid Can You Be? Or maybe I'll just pull the plug entirely. Don't know yet. This is DJ Hoochman Summers on WJSC, and I'll see you on the other side of this next song with all the answers. I am here um, speaking with Mike T. Lewis and Mary Beth of the Twangtown Paramours. I cannot tell you what it is, what an honor it is to speak with you. You're based out of Nashville, Texas. Where are you based out of? We're in Nashville, Tennessee, but we're coming up to Oxford, New York, which isn't too far from you. Yeah. On uh, Saturday, March 25th, we'll be at 6 on the square. Actually, we've been there before, and we're really looking forward to coming back. To I, I love these type of shows. It is so much fun. I cannot tell you. I, when I first started listening to your music, I became... You know how the hair stands up in the back of your neck, and you start getting these this little goosebumps all over your body? And you know you're not sick, but you know you're in love. Well, I fell in love with I fell I fell in love with your music. I truly the sound the I can't everything about it. It's just great, and it's such an honor to have both of you on my show. I I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm, I have to say I'm an idol. I'm googling about you, I'm trying to find out who you oh, are. Thank, yeah. thank you. We're, we're honored to be on your show. We appreciate your asking us. We're really happy to meet you and to be on your show, and we're honored to be part of what you do. So I appreciate both of you being on this show, putting up with my antics and answering my crazy questions, but truly it is great to have you and I cannot wait to see you in person one of these days, if not in Oxford, then somewhere in this world. Again, Mike and Mary Beth from the Twangtown Paramours, I will connect your your website onto my website. You can find them on the musicians page of kbcabaret.com. That's kbkabaret.com. Go onto the musicians link and find Twangtown Paramore, and you will find everywhere where you can get their albums, listen to their songs, and all their information. Again, thank you very much. Thank you. Okay. This this is really a cool song, Ballad of Little Lulu. Tell me about this this song. I will tell you this. This is a co-write. This is a family co-write. All right. Yes. This is me, Mary Beth, and our two daughters, my two stepkids. Uh-huh. And we were at the beach, and I was coming up with different alliterations, and our youngest one came up with a better one than I was working on. <laughs> How old? Oh, at the time, I think she was just nine. But all the perversion in there is mine. Uh, I love I love this song. It made me laugh. It's a great song. So let's listen to Ballad of Little Lulu. In a little grass shack on Mona Kea, a couple of miles above the sea, a little Lula lives with her family. On a mountain of ice and snow She makes no angels in her flip-flop feet Pineapple ice tastes mighty sweet She loves the cold and hates the heat In the village down below When the sun melts her snowman's nose off She gets so hot that she takes her clothes off Oh. 
sudden on the school PA, the whole lunch crowd hears the janitor say, I got bad news, sorry folks, but the air conditioning just now broke. Well, the mercury hits 104, teachers faint, fall to the floor, everyone sweats, the kids all cry, mascara drips from the principal's eyes, Dan Lula says, I have a thought. Here's a game that'll pull you off. She leads them all, and Simon says they do what she does, and they undress. The hula, hula, hula does the hula, hula, hula. Too hot to handle a sunny day in school. That's all for today's show of KB Cabaret. I want to thank you, our wonderful audience, for tuning in. KB Cabaret could not exist without you. I would also like to thank our hardworking actors and writers, Kate Murray, Judy McMahon, Molly Murray, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, and Bill Murray. And I'd like to thank our hardworking sound engineer, Charles Berman, and his assistant, Valentine Monfuega. My musical engineer, Dave Rice, and a special shout-out to Christina Danella, my former music engineer, who is now working on Broadway. KB Cabaret is always looking for original musicians and writers. Inquire at kbcabaret.com. And sponsors, we have a special page just for you at kbcabaret.com. Just go on to the sponsors link and hook up. In Parlor City, there are no goodbyes, only farewells. Until next time, this is Bree Harvey. Have a Calabaloo type of day. Thank you for coming, coming to stay a while. Thank you for coming to spend some time. We love to have you and share our Parlor City. Again now to KB Cabaret.